what, 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 I mean, are we giving this an episode number or are we just calling it? So this is episode 14 of Keto Chapters. See, I even know the name of our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good development. And, and occasionally I even listen to them. <laughs> I actually, the, the last one we did, which was on um, strength training. Um, I listened to it when I was wa- out walking the dogs. When I thought, oh, this is quite decent now. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a bad podcast. <laughs> I might bad. subscribe to it. <laughs> if I did, I did. I did, I did, I did. Because I, I, I listened to the podcast on Podbean and I realised I hadn't subscribed. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Um, it's very weird, this, I think, um, because four years ago, when I first we first thought about or oh, just just uh, short four years ago when I first uh, first started keto fitness club, I would never have imagined that one of the first people that I spoke to about keto had been now sitting down, doing a podcast about your journey. Well, I never intended to be keto. That wasn't the plan. Hmm. You know, it was it, it. I just had you know kept meeting this guy who'd bring nice food to networking meetings. So let me do a quick intro. Sorry, I, go on. I sort of already messed it up. Um, so you are Alison Mead, aren't you? I am you Alison, Mead. Alison Mead. I am. Um, and I met Alison, uh, I say, about just short of four years ago at networking, um, something that I found quite horrific and terrifying at the beginning. Um, you couldn't tell. I, I, I was I was very much, t- um, uh, I wouldn't say uh, trained, but I was. Viv took me along and held my hand. You were prepared, yes. yes. Yeah, you, that, knew, the, yeah. you, you knew it what you... Like, <laughs> it was like a witness going into the box. <laughs> sort of, I, was, I, 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 had, I had an hour's coaching from Viv beforehand, going, right, okay, breathe. And all you got to do is talk. It's like, really? Um, but uh, thinking about um, those days, hmm. um, walking into, uh, which was 4N, 4N meetings, and I, and I, I sort of loved the, uh, the atmosphere at 4N, um, but it was daunting talking to new people, especially as I really didn't know why I was there. No, it's it's really easy to just fall into going in and just saying hello to your mates mm. and forgetting that you're actually there to build a business. Yeah. And then if you're not really sure what your business is. Which at the time I had no idea. Then it's even harder. Yeah. You know, yeah. what what are you wanting us to do? Mm. Yeah. And that's what I found surprising was that the the amount of people that were there right okay so what is it what is it you what is it you do and what is it you want us to help with yes because a lot of people that I met at those first few meetings are the very same people that still help us out definitely definitely I think it's a great place to go if you've got a business idea but you're not sure hmm. what your business is going to be yet so go on quick there was a quick intro as to who you are why why you were at four N or networking at the time we met and what is it you do? Okay, so uh, I run a business called Silicon Silicon Bullet, can't even say it right, there you go, let's start by knowing the name of it, with my husband Paul. So I'm the one that goes out and finds us new business. I help people with bookkeeping and accounts, I train them in it and my problem with business has always been, I'm good at what I do, I train them and then they don't need me anymore, so I used to go to networking because I needed to find a whole new stream of people to teach. But it was interesting that being involved within that networking sort of uh, uh, community changed what I wanted to do. Yes. It changed my idea about what I wanted to do because it became much more about trying to show people 
and trying to give people the confidence that they can change it. Yeah, so apart from you giving us free food... Yeah, which was always an easy which, way of getting you to talk to me. Yeah, though, which is great. You know, it always come and seek you out straight away at any event. Like, where's the free food, Mark? But it was also... <laughs> that's why you're here today. Yeah, exactly. That is. That's exactly why I'm here today. I, that's the first thing I said is, where do you live? And will there be any free food? <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I wouldn't be here. But no, it's also... Um, where was I going with that? Completely lost it. It wasn't just the free food. No, it was also um, you actively showing people how easy it was so having you come round to the house mm. at that start but, oh, yeah. but that can't be uh, that that's not a model that is sustainable no 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 i mean I, I i was doing that initially for the first year or so quite happily do house visits but um yeah i can't yeah I don't, don't bother asking for one now it's not enough hours in the day yeah, that's not, you need to come to my house no no don't knock you up no, no, no. <laughs> although i do have a cauliflower in the just don't feed me cauliflower. I know, I know you're meant to like cauliflower, but no. <laughs> Sorry, that's 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 one thing that so hasn't changed. Right, okay. I thought I might have broken it there. No. Um, it, it, actually, coming to yours on that uh, on that day, to, I mean, it's been a couple of times, haven't I? Really? Yeah, yeah, to yeah. Do a couple of different cooking things. Um, it did show me, and again, it made me realise that we sort of lost the art of cooking we've lost the we've lost the, the confidence in the kitchen we've lost the we've, we've relied so much on ready-made stuff that we just weren't confident to know what to do with real food and i wouldn't go and buy stuff at the supermarket if i didn't know what to do with it mm. and that's right you don't want to waste your money no but that's that that's that that, that sort of began or made me think about doing the, the live cooking sessions mm. That's where it came from. Effectively coming around to probably your house and a couple of others thinking, okay, so we, people just need to see it happen. You do, you for sure. See it. Uh, and I didn't get that at the beginning. Um, well, and also the Facebook support group, people need to be able to ask questions yeah. and get them answered as well. Even if it's something simple like, what size tin should I do this cake in? You know, it's people people like to ask questions and you see the same questions being asked time and time yes. again as well don't you and you and you just have to accept that that's going to be a constant thing because there's always new people coming to the lifestyle yes so Gordon, why was it at the beginning that you thought mm, okay i'll give this a go um because um i have health issues i have rheumatoid arthritis um i'm probably just now actually damaged from having it when i was little but I've always got in the back of my mind that I don't know when I might get a flare-up. I don't know when I'll be ill. So I was listening to the stuff about keto with being anti-inflammatory, with not, you know, not bringing things on like that. I've also always struggled with weight. I've been a yo-yo diet, dieter. I've also been incredibly fussy with food. <laughs> There's more than one person who, like, well, there was a friend that turned up at the keto festival who I didn't know was coming, who okay. I've known for about 10 years. She was queuing up to get in, and it was like, great. And she said, well, she said, don't mean this in a bad way, but she said, me and my husband were looking for something to try, and we thought, well, if Ali can do it, anyone can blooming do it. Because <laughs> I was so fussy with food. <laughs> it's like, you know, it can't be rocket science if Ali can do it. Yeah. So it was just being willing to... Well, trying some of the foods as well, and going, actually, that pizza's quite nice. So why would I want to eat the other pizza if that pizza's nice and it's going to be good for me? I knew I needed to lose weight 
and I definitely want to reduce the chances of my arthritis coming back. Right. So those are the two reasons for giving it a, giving it a go. I did it quite well for six months. Yeah, I, I was just about to say, <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I, the, the pause was, how do I ask the question? <laughs> yeah. How do I sort of say, so what happens? So what happens? <laughs> so I knew I was going on a holiday of a lifetime to America with Paul. It was only for four days. And I I basically had decided that my weight had got so high, it got ridiculous. I, was, I had, I basically, I had a word with myself and said, sort it out, Ali, this isn't working. So I did it for six months and I did it really well and I was enjoying it and I was enjoying the food. That was before we had all the breads and things and it was like, I didn't mind not having bread, potatoes. I used to have potato with every bloody meal. Dropping those, finding alternatives, great. We went off to New York and it was like, well, I can't be keto in New York because this is the holiday of a lifetime. We spent loads and I'm just gonna, so I just basically carved out. And then every week after we got back, I was going back onto keto every week for about seven months. And I don't know, I was eating some of the foods. I was still having the pizzas. I was still having the berry bake. And I can't even think what I was doing wrong now, apart from the fact that I just think I was mixing food with sugar and food that we shouldn't have with the high-fat food. Yeah. So the weight was just going yeah. up and up and up. And it was just like... I went up nearly, well, higher than where I'd been when I started keto. Right, okay. So, actually, I need to dig out and see if we can sort of insert it. So, you've got your MyFitnessPal, um, if you'll allow us to share that. Yeah, no, that's fine. Uh, I've got the, I've yeah, got yeah, the yeah. on keto. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not on keto. <laughs> <laughs> on keto. <laughs> but it's been nice to see. I mean, how long now has it been since since you got back on it after New York? So is it two and a half years now. It, wow, is it that long now? Yes. Wow, I was, I was in my head. It was only about sort of eighteen months, something like that. No, it was two and a half years, and I think in the in the first first year, I think I'd lost about ten pounds, and then lockdown happened, and that was the best thing that could ever happen with my food and my control because there was nobody tempting me to eat anything that I didn't want to eat. And I was in complete control. So we were doing shopping lists. Paul was going out and getting all the shopping. I've made him, because he's not keto, have a separate cupboard for all the stuff that I might nick if I saw it. So I don't, I know it's there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if I don't see it, I don't think about it. If I see it, I want it. So, um, and then, so I, I think I lost almost two stone during all the lockdowns. So it just went the opposite way to what most other people yeah, are doing. Yeah, I mean, and it, it, we've, we've seen that within the group. We saw an enormous expansion of the public group during lockdown, mm. um, where obviously people had sort of maybe treated the first few weeks as, as an extended Christmas, um, piled on the weight and thought, okay, this has to stop. Um, but then we've also seen people joining who have said, you know, recently that I've just spent the last 18 months eating, eating and, you know, out of boredom, out of... Well, it was, I, well, I think because you managed to kind of go online with the support you gave quite mm. quickly, it meant that, that we were having regular Zooms where we were cooking, regular Zooms where we were chatting. And it meant that I had the time to go and get the ingredients that I wanted and to be able to try cooking. I mean, not everything I make is a success by no means. There's quite mayonnaise. a lot of things. Yeah, mayonnaise. I've never made <laughs> tried mayonnaise again. That's your bloody fault, that is. But... Um, some things have become regulars that I make regularly, and custard. then other, uh, yeah, custard. I haven't had custard for about six weeks now. Have you not? No. Wow. 
No. I, I, you know, if I had more time today, there's cooking apples and rhubarb in, in the fridge. And, <sighs> you know, yeah, you know exactly. But you let no, me down. No, time, no, no custard. And yeah. um, so your journey then, in the last two and a half years, you said that your friends said, if Ali can follow it, anyone can follow it. What has changed then about your eating habits or your eating style in that two and a half years? Oh, the biggest thing that has changed is mindset. Right. Okay, so it's focusing really on why I'm doing it, mm-hmm. which is for the health and the weight loss. Um, and I don't want to eat that crap, basically. That's what changed. Yeah. I don't want it. But it can be, even on things like Christmas Day, we did roast potatoes, and I was like, well, that's fine, it's Christmas Day, I can relax a little bit. And then when I sat there, I'd filled my plate so much with keto stuff that I could eat. There wasn't any room for the potatoes, and I didn't want the potatoes. And I never thought I'd hear myself say that. I didn't, I'd cooked them, they were beautiful, but they were for, for everybody else. Yeah. And that's, it's, it's mindset that changed more than anything. Yeah. Yeah, I said to people, you know, the food's easy. The food, you know, no one really has a problem with eating the food because it's full of flavour, it's satisfying, all of those sorts of things. But most of the time, it's just how we think about either ourselves or the food that sort of gets in the way. Yeah. Um, you know, predetermined sort of all eating chicken with skin on it's bad for me and eating. Yorkshire puddings made from cream is bad for me. And, you know. sharing, sharing, sharing recipes with people online is, is just... Sorry, I want to use word, rude words and I won't. <laughs> so sharing recipes with people online, it just, it just makes me laugh sometimes at my sleeve because, you know, you'll, you'll get someone that is, does do low-calorie, mm-hmm. Slimming World, Weight Watchers and all of those kind of things. And they'll go, oh, that looks delicious. What's the recipe? And you'll show them the recipe. And go, oh, I can't have that. Yeah. You know, I'll put on weight. Or I've got people going, oh, I can't. I can't have that, you know, I like, you know, I like my food too much to do keto, I can't possibly do that, and I'm just like, I enjoy every meal, I like the food, and um, just go, look at me, look yeah. at her before, <laughs> and an after and, picture. And, and, I, and I know it's not the, it's, it's not everything about the befores and afters, and we see a lot of the face-to-face Fridays um, sort of in the group, it's not all about weight, however, I, the, the last face-to-face that you posted... Maybe the last one or the one before. Um, was it the skirt that you were... Oh, yeah, yeah. The, what, the thing I did last week. Was it last week? So yeah. So free and then... It's just, it's just striking, <laughs> the, the, the difference. And, and it's not just the, the, the physical shape, it's the way you actually look. And the, you know, your facial expression, you just... It's the, I just realised before on all the old photos, I look puffy. You know, your face looks mm. looks puffy. It's not about the weight. It's about your complexion and and how you are and how things shine through and just look puffy. And the whole reason that I took the photos and things last week was I put a couple of pounds on right. the scales. Okay. Yeah. So you're feeling a little bit down because you put a couple of pounds on. So I spent Saturday going through my wardrobe, trying on all of my dresses and all of my clothes and photographing myself in them and going, actually, you look really good. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah. that, and that's the difference, isn't it? Not being weight-obsessed, yes. yeah. but how you look and feel. Yeah, how you, how you looked on, the, on the, 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 the right-hand picture, comparison to left-hand, it just, it, 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 you could see it shining through you. I, it, honestly, for me, I looked at your face, looked at your eyes and thought, wow, you actually, you actually feel, you can see how you feel different. 
Although Paul did say I had pick, picked a particularly bad before photo where I looked like I'd been chewing a wasp, maybe. <laughs> he said, he said, I reckon we were probably arguing and then we, quick snap. <laughs> but, you know, you, cause, because you can show lots of things in photos yeah. um, that way as well. But, yeah, no, it, it, it is. I, I like it when you get that. Well, and it's the fact that it was the same clothes yeah. so many years later. Yeah. You've got this with your, is it your anniversary? You've got, is it a, there's a dress I there's wear. There's a dress that you wear. <laughs> yeah. And you've got a picture of you, is it most years or every year? Or? Well, I don't take a photo every year. Right, or I didn't so take a photo for a lot of years because yeah, yeah. I didn't like how I looked in it. Because it it, it's stretchy, so it, you know. But it's basically the dress that I wore on my first date with my husband, Paul, which is just over 30 years ago. Wow. And I've kept it. And now I wear it on either his birthday or our anniversary because he quite liked the dress. Wow. So, yeah, 30 years, that is. It fits a lot better now. <laughs> so, obviously, weight loss over the last couple of years has been, what, about two stone, say? Um, no, nearer, nearer three and a half altogether. Right. Okay. It was two during the lockdown year, a bit before right, and a bit okay, since. Yeah. But, yeah. So, with that... I know you sort of like previously struggled with exercise and you've got sort of your amazing, what's the bike called? Elliptigo. That's the one, Elliptigo. Yeah. Um, how's, how's your mobility now? What, what's your, you know, walking, cycling, how have you got on with that now? So I walk bloody miles. Yes. Um, oh, I, of course you've just done your challenge, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've walked in this, in, well, so I, um, I did this back in 2012. I did 100 miles a month, but it just took too long and I didn't do it anymore and did lots of other things. And uh, but I, this year I started that again. So basically, it was to walk a thousand miles in the year, and I hit it in the middle of, se middle of September. Wow. So it's generally doing between two and five miles every day, and then going out for a bit longer at weekends. Yeah. So I do a lot of walking. Um, I do Pilates. That's been really good for for strength and everything else. In fact, I did a Pilates session this morning. Um, I don't actually go out on my bike that often at the moment. Um, shoulders and elbows are a little bit twingy, so I don't go out on my bike, but it is lots and lots of walking, yeah. taking the dog out. So are you finding exercise in general easier now? Oh, I didn't, yes. I, I, um, I didn't walk or do much exercise at all before. Right, so this is, this is new then, particularly? Or yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. And, well, and, and I get twitchy if I can't now. Right. But I don't actually feel the need to exercise in order for the weight loss and things like that though I feel like it's it's a it's a good way for your shape changes yeah but I, th I feel like it's more about the food so is that a mindset shift as well for you that you you're, you're no longer you're exercising for obviously health and because you enjoy it rather than trying oh, to exercise I, because you're trying to lose weight I used to exercise because I wanted to eat bacon butties yeah. <laughs> 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 so I would, you know, it would be this, oh, if I go and do this yes. Zumba class, yeah, yeah, yeah. then I can treat myself with something. And that's not, that's not there anymore. You know, it's exercising because I want to, because I want to get out there. Mm. And because it, it's something to do with your day. Back to networking, but you do a lot of online networking now, don't you? Well, you're certainly um, part of a lot of groups networking. And I've, I know that uh, you've sort of shared our group with a, a huge amount of people in the past couple of years. I have, yes. I've, well, it's just leading by example. You can't change anyone's mind about...
things I about the way they some, eat. Some, or... Sometimes, to your frustration, you've shared it. And yes. Gone, oh, for goodness sake. <laughs> so you, 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 you um, yeah. I've learned, because you want to, when you find something that works for you, you want to share it with everybody and you want everybody else to adopt it. And you realise it isn't right for everybody and it isn't the best thing they should do. But when people come to you with frustrations that are the same frustrations that you had, mm. you kind of want to help. And you want to just go, just just try it. So I try not to be quite so evangelical and only talk about keto if I'm asked. I think when, certainly when we first get involved, when we first start, I know we could have been the same, is you do try and jump on people with it, don't you? You try and, you try and force people to listen. But it is easy. It's actually better just to, as you say, just to show people. It's better to show people. Share the, share the foods. If you're meeting up with people, maybe have something that they can try, which is how you started yeah, out yeah. the basics, and share a bit of your journey as to how you've come. It just um, it does just frustrate me when I hear anti stuff about, and you hear people, and you're just thinking that's no. you know the, when they're sort of saying, oh, you can't possibly eat all that fat and everything can still be healthy when you feel the healthiest that you felt kind of ever yeah and i think that that's um the point is that if somebody wants to try and tell you how you should be living you need to think about how you are feeling and if you are fe if you're feeling your best then why would you want to change it if this lifestyle wasn't working for you you wouldn't feel great mm. and why so why would you change just because someone else says or someone's opinion of it is is poor you know they just think oh it's not it can't be good and it's not you've never tried it this this is my problem with some people who will give advice that following this lifestyle obviously isn't good for you because they've not tried because it they've not tried it yeah and when they post that little whatever uh, you know bits of information or posts or whatever where tiktoks yeah where things they, where they're just giving out what they think the lifestyle's about you think you've got no experience if you want to go and experience it and then tell me that it didn't work for you then then absolutely, absolutely yeah fine and you know go and find whatever does work for you but don't tell me that my lifestyle our lifestyle is bad for me because i feel the best that i've felt for years i'm in the best shape of my life but for me for 50 i'm you know leaner stronger you're faster. 50, 50 I'm one of the hardest things that i find to deal with now right is um, it was getting over that idea of, oh, you can never eat that again if you're keto. Yeah. So it's working out what you can fit in and not end up on that slippery slope I had mm. after America. So what I could have. So you'll, you'll try little things every now and then. You know, went to a wedding. <laughs> they had Krispy Kreme donuts up on a display board. And then they had lots and lots of desserts from Costco there. And... I ate quite a lot of puddings. But I wanted to feel rubbish afterwards, mm -hmm. and I didn't. Mm -hmm. and Can we edit that bit out, please? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's kind of my struggle at the moment, yeah. is um, because the, the whole point is I follow this way of eating because I feel great on it. If I introduce things that aren't within this way of eating and I don't feel rubbish... 
but I but but it's a very much different. I say it's very different to somebody starting the journey and needing to be really strict at the start because you've got to, you know, convert to fat burning and you've got to get used to it. To yeah, somebody you, that's you're just established. To, adapt to the lifestyle first, rather than sort of flicking in and out. The more you do this, the more adaptable you become. Mm. But yes, you know, I, I don't know what I would be like having a lot of sugar now or even alcohol now, but I know it it wouldn't affect me long term. No, and it's getting it's it's that being able to do it and getting straight back on the wagon. And I found I find I want to, for better want a better word, cheat less. Yes, I don't want to cheat. I want to stick to this way of eating and it's making sure that you if you start to think you're going down this slippery slope it's working out it's going back to basics remembering what your favorite foods are going back to something that when you first tasted it when you first went keto you're like oh my god that's so delicious like fathead dough pizza or berry bake and you know just remembering those feelings and going back to them rather than hankering over the things that you used to eat in the past and not beating yourself up that you just had a dunking donut or whatever no no whatever. Or, or several it's maybe several. yeah i mean <laughs> yeah. that's the thing you know we, you said about the mindset it's it, the big at the beginning you would beat yourself up because i've i've failed and i've not been able to stick to it because i had such a thing rather than saying well i had such a thing but i can just crack on with my day and get back to it tomorrow yeah yeah no so it's working out that i'm um i am better behaved the week following a lapse like that than I would normally be day to day I suppose and actually I mean we talk about sort of like lifestyle keto you know um, people have heard the terms about clean keto lazy keto dirty keto we just believe in lifestyle because you'll go through those cycles you'll have weeks where you will you'll do everything at home yourself for mm. 100% of your food is probably going to be as clean as it can be and then you'll have a week where you might go out a couple of times and you're not in control of that. Yeah. And it's it's that's part of the lifestyle. It's not that you have to be in control 100% of the time. Otherwise, how the hell do you go out? And I'd, I'd find myself saying things like, though, if I was at a friend's house where I went and they'd homemade pizzas and they looked delicious and I'd taken my own pizza bases, but I ate mine really quickly and they were all still eating lots of pizza. But it was home-cooked, home-baked and all of that kind of thing. And I was like, well, if I was going to cheat and have a pizza, this is going to be the pizza that I'm going to have. Yeah. And I, but I'd be, I, I must have looked at it for two hours and then finally gone, right, nobody watch me. And my friend was going, nobody cares whether you eat it or not. It's just your head that's doing this. Yeah. And, and that's where the mindset thing really has to come in. Mm. Like, nobody else cares. E eat it or don't eat it, but just don't give yourself a hard time about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Uh, uh, with your going back out to networking now, obviously there's often food kicking around. Mm. Do you look at it now? Because obviously I now think about sort of what was on offer at some of the, the breakfast meetings. And, think, oh. and actually not necessarily for N either, it was other ones. <clears throat> the, the bacon roll sitting in the corner, it's like, I really wouldn't want to eat that anyway. No, I take, I basically, um, in, the, in the way of Michelle, um, you just sneak something in, in you your handbag. So if I'm going, so, so I'm going to meet friends this weekend. They've sent me the menu, and I think I think I've already chosen that I'm going to have um, lamb shank on a bed of mashed potato and lots of vegetables. Mm -hmm. And I might eat all the mashed potato. Mm -hmm. I might not. I'll see how I feel on the day. But I will make sure that I take a bit of my bread, and I will make sure that 
um, so that when they have bacon rolls, I can have a bacon roll too. And I will make sure that I'll probably take a pudding because main courses out and about are fairly easy. Yeah. I can always find something. There's not a huge choice, but I'll always, it's usually the meat or halloumi fries. And if I ended up something covered in breadcrumbs or something, I won't stress about that if the bulk of it is yeah, the meat. No, exactly. yeah. Especially if you know it's been cooked from scratch and it's not just defrosted out of a freezer. But even then, you know. If I'm desperate. You make the best choice available while you're out. Well, exactly. Exactly. But desserts, yeah. it's just not become acceptable yet to have desserts on offer that don't involve sugar. So I'll either know that I've got something at home that I can go home and have then, or I've brought something with me that I can have. So like when I go to a storytelling thing tonight and they're going to have cakes, I'm going to make sure that Stuart's made some chocolate brownies. You get that, Stuart? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that... When everyone else is having a cup of tea and the cakes that they provide, I've got my own thing to have. And that's the best that's the best way to do it. And it, it's control and planning. The worst thing is when you get caught out. Yeah. Yeah, so do, are you a planner then? Do you plan your meals? Oh, do I you don't, plan don't plan anything. No. <laughs> I'm not a planner. <laughs> we, we do the, the shop... And I put all the so we basically buy lots of we have lots of meat, lots of cheese, and green leafy vegetables. Mm. That's kind of oh and yeah, double cream of course. And then I just sort the meat out in order of what's got to be eaten first. And that's kind of as far as the planning goes. Um, you are famous for going into the group occasionally and going help. This isn't working. Sort of your live videos. Oh, I haven't I done that for a little no, while. No, no, I'm trying to think. What was the? What was the? It, it was ones where my hands were <laughs> covered in gunk of bread or something. So <laughs> it was like. Alice and Mina's gone live in your group. Okay, what's she making today? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> We made caramel over Messenger. I was, Did we? You were, you went live and I was I was replying. Yes, that's right, that's right, that's right. Because I wanted to, because it was like with the butter, and you're going, stir it, don't stir it, don't stir it, don't touch it. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it alone, let it bubble. But I tell you what, so the, 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 the one thing that I love now is uh, you start off looking at a recipe, making sure you've got everything in and following it yeah. or following your yeah. video. And that's yeah. what you do. Um, now, this is where I, I'll post something that I've made and I'll go, this recipe has been inspired by the Savoy Carbonara. But that's what recipes are supposed to be for. Yeah, exactly. Because as I, because the only thing that I've got that was actually in the recipe... The is, no, not even... I didn't even have that. <laughs> I used a different sort of cabbage. So I didn't even have the Savoy cabbage. And it would be that you just... And I, you learn which white dairy creamy things can yeah. substitute for yeah. each other white dairy creamy things yeah. Yeah. without any problem yeah. and um so it's just you know any kind of vegetable in a cheesy bake now you know i find i find i like i take that as one of my greatest achievements seeing the different foods that you eat yeah <laughs> i mean i must admit my cauliflower and broccoli bake has now become courgette and broccoli right, bake okay. sometimes there's some cauliflower in there but not very often but, you know, you're just like, nothing savoury cannot be saved without adding cheese and cream. And nothing sweet cannot be saved without adding caramel sauce or custard. That's the rules of Ali. How come you always 
have egg yolks for custard. What uh, What do you do with the whites? What, we, what have you always been doing with them? Chocolate mousse. Oh, right. Okay. And I can freeze that as well. So. Right. Okay. Yeah. I, I always wondered how you were always had the capacity to make you, uh, custard. Custard. Yeah, but I don't make it as often as you think no, I no, do. Uh, okay. Maybe, maybe not anymore. Yeah. Yeah, but and there's, there's other things. So, I'm, like, when I first started keto the first time, I could not have survived without those wraps mm. that we used to get off you. Yeah. And then it was like, now I think, I can't remember the last time I had a wrap. And it, but, it, but you kind of, you have different journeys on it. Sometimes you need something to replace yes. something. And then as you learn and get a wide variety of foods, the need for those things are no longer there. Yeah. And it's, it's definitely and a I long journey. That's the, that's the key, isn't it, for anyone new starting out, is to not try and jump ahead too many places. You need to go through this journey where you will, you will yeah, you, you're trying to replace breads at the beginning, or you're trying to replace pasta, you're trying to replace. Yeah. But then you get to a point where you're no longer worried about replacing it, and you're just focusing on the things that you enjoy eating. Yes, and that's definitely, that is definitely a shift. I mean, I, I used to have uh, the pancakes quite a lot. Yeah. But then... When it really kicked in, I end up. I only have two meals a day now, which meant the meal that I used to have the pancakes, I don't eat anymore. So I never eat pancakes. And that's, I mean, that's perfect because that's exactly how. I mean, I wrote a meal plan, which is sort of in the member site, and that's exactly what I sort of intended for it to do. Mm. That the pancakes are a great way to start this lifestyle and to start a day. But as you then move to a two meals or one meal a day, yeah, the thing that gets dropped is those. They're just the replacement, as it were. They're, they're just the sort of like easy. They are the a breakfast, they are and a you realise yeah. you don't need a breakfast. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so things like now um, yogurt with granola is now one of my favourite desserts to have that as a. Yeah. You know, so that's a that's a pudding that stops me eating quite so much chocolate and sweetener. So, you know, it's it it it, but it is. It's a it's a journey, and it's learning, and and then sometimes you can get really stuck in a rut and you just find you're eating the same thing every day. Yep. So that happens quite yep. often as well. And you've got to remember to go back and maybe flick through the recipe books, find that inspiration or look at your old photos and go, oh yeah, oh no, I really like that. Yeah, it's like we were making meatloaf this afternoon, aren't we? Not a meatloaf for ages. I made lawn sausage this week because oh, nice. I'd only ever made it once yeah. when you did a, when there was a live, when there was a cooking, um, yeah, cooking what do you call it? Yeah, cooking. Well, it's, 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 cooking class yeah, or cooking whatever. Class yeah, class yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, I realised I really like that. Mm -hmm. I kept it in the freezer for ages, and when I'm doing bacon and egg, I'll stick one bit of lawn sausage in, yeah. and it's like, okay. Saw the uh, pork and beef mince in Aldi, and yeah. thought, right, yeah, no, I'll just make some of that again. And it's it's remembering. I I do actually cook less than I did, and I've got quicker at cooking, yeah. and I think that's where lockdown helped because we had time. So I, I do perfectly understand why some people would struggle to follow this lifestyle if they're not organised like I'm not and, and not having time, yeah. basically. And I say, I'm on um, hip replacement forums because my hip is nearly, my, my hip replacement is nearly 15 years old. So that's another reason why I do it because I'm delaying the need to get it right. re-replaced for as long as possible. Um, and on there, I will quite often say to people, I've shown them the before and afters. Mm -hmm. Um, and said to them, if you're interested, message me and I can tell you about the lifestyle. But I, I do say that before I had my hip replaced, I would have struggled to follow this lifestyle, I feel, because I would not have been able to stand in the kitchen for hours. Right. 
So I can see why some people struggle like that. Yeah. That you either have to have help or be more organised. Mm. But you know, you just yeah, fair point. yeah, and it, it and it. So that's so even following the lifestyle enables me to follow the lifestyle, because I I don't mind waiting a bit longer to eat dinner because I'm fat adapted and I'm not that hungry. Yeah. And I and I'm able to go and stand in the kitchen for a couple of hours maybe and cook something from scratch, which. I wouldn't have been able to do before. You said you are mostly down to two meals a day. Yes. How would that thought have gone through your brain about three years ago, only eating twice a day? Um, so I, I used to only eat real food twice a day and I would have something like a shake for breakfast because oh, I couldn't be bothered. So okay. I've never been a good breakfast right, person. Okay. Right. So it's not having that need. Hmm. I would... I would always have to eat before I went out because I would be really worried about feeling hungry while I was out and making a bad decision Right. before keto, yeah. you know. So, you know, the fast food or the sandwiches or mm. the stuff like that. Um, and now I can go out and do whatever I like in the morning because I don't care as long as I know, as long as I know where lunch is coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah as long as you know that there's something planned somewhere. Yeah, which is why I said I'm coming to you for two. <laughs> is there snacks? <laughs> So yeah, no, that, but that's that's meant freedom, as not to not be controlled to have to have a regular meal and regular snacks, because you stay fuller for longer, and that that then gives you freedom. Most of my walks now are done, you know, even I've done ten miles in the morning fasted, without a thought of. Whereas before I'd have been, oh, what snacks can I take with me, or what can I have, or or when am I going to eat? You're free from that now. I love that it's giving you freedom. Hmm. Um, okay, well, we shall wrap this up because obviously Coco is uh, yet again at the door wanting to <laughs> look at his face again. And, and I'd like to <laughs> eat more of your pizza. Yeah, yeah, okay, <laughs> you can have more pizza. Um, I'd like to say thank you. Thanks for coming over today uh, to, to do this, but also thank you for everything that you've done for us, at the, certainly at the outset of um, you know, Keto Fitness Club. We didn't know where we were gonna, what we were going to create. We didn't know how we were going to help people. We didn't know really in what format we needed to you know be out there mm. and um, actually coming along to the group meeting you spending time just uh, just the encouragement that I, that I got especially from you um, gave me the confidence to actually talk to more people um, so without that and I am quite serious here without that encouragement in those early meetings I'm not sure I would have been able to do this it's been really good just to see the way it's grown the people that have been helped mm. You know, and and all of that side of things, it's just been fantastic to yeah, be I mean, watching that from the sidelines. It, it, it is amazing to see now. Again, we've been going for close to four years now. The the stories that are coming through now, even people that do just follow us on YouTube or just just you know they're on they're in the group, they're in the public group, but they don't really sort of but they occasionally just pop a picture in and you think, wow. You know there's a lot of watchers yeah. that don't want to speak and don't want to get involved. But um, that's why I keep sharing things mm. um, because there's always new people coming. There's always people watching. And today not might, might not be the right day for them to start no. keto. But they're just watching. They're getting engaged. And you, know, you don't know when you're going to hit that button in their brain that means today's the day that they're going to start it. Yeah. So that's why you just got to keep talking about it. Thanks for everything that you've done for us. Um, I'm, I'm 
over the moon with your um, well with your progress for the last couple of years. This just what you've managed to achieve in the last couple of years um, is just stunning. The, the you know the, the, to see you before and after, to see the activity that you do, to see the different types of you know when when you post food, you think mm, yeah, I didn't used to eat that. <laughs> um, <laughs> we do have a special hashtag in the members group, which is not for Ali. Um, it doesn't get used as often nowadays. Although there was some, was it pumpkin that you? Yeah, used? yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. still I'm, not a pumpkin I, fan. I, I'm, I'm with you on that one. I'm yeah. absolutely with you on that one. I'm going to ban Cooper at some point soon. Um, and actually, there was another nice thing before we wrap up. Another nice thing: reintroducing you to a, an old friend, a work colleague. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I worked with Michelle thirty years ago. When I first got married to Paul, I got married. I started a new job. Uh, where Michelle already worked, customer care at Smith and & Nephew. And um, it was random because Michelle came to one of our workshops and then I think she said to me, I think I know somebody... Got a mutual, it, it was Facebook, got, got a mutual friend on Facebook, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I apologise for reintroducing you to Michelle because ever since... It's alright, you keep her so busy, I never get to see her, so that's fine. <laughs> She's not too busy to message me some random rubbish. Um, right, anyway... <laughs> I apologise for Coco um, at the back door. We've tried to keep her quiet with chews and various treats, but yes, <laughs> she just wants to come in now. <laughs> she just wants to come in. Right, um, uh, we've got um, several more podcasts lined up with some of our members, um, and I'd like to sort of invite anyone who's been, you know, who's part of the, the members group, part of the public group, part of just part of our community. If you want to come and share your story, then please let me know. Just get in touch. I have reached out to a couple of people um, after seeing their face-to-face -face Fridays or seeing posts of theirs on the group, um, and I've asked them to come and just come and have a chat. If you're willing to, if you're happy to share your story, then please get in touch. Um, it's not that scary. It's not that scary. It's no. not that. It's just no. a chat. It is. So thank you, Mama. <laughs>